0: Welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Destiny Diodato.
1: I am one of your
0: co-hosts, Dave Worth. And welcome to the last podcast before the nuclear apocalypse.
1: We're sorry if this is the last thing you hear before your incineration. But um, it probably will be. Not so much because it's not worth hearing. and
0: Right, it's the nuclear incineration the, part.
1: Yeah, you're... Your doom is what we're sorry about. We're not sorry to be the la- what's playing you out, because this is going to be a great show.
0: Right. It's just the like all your hopes and dreams are, are going to be dashed in one moment, but you'll evaporate. You'll, so you won't even know. And
1: you've had a good run. Let's yeah. be honest. You're somebody who it was in we a hope. position to hear this podcast, so you are clearly on top of things. You made it to the top of the heap and then got blown the fuck off of it, <laughs> but... You got to hear us, right? As as you held onto that chain link fence,
0: right? By the way, and you
1: watch those kids fly apart because you're Sarah Connor in this
0: analogy. By the way, this is us taking the positive it. spin. <laughs> this is this is our this is, this is us feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's get right into it. Let's let's get uh, right into let's uh, get right some crazy into Trump tweets. Fuck
1: into the these crazy Trump tweets.
0: Have you been working on your song? No,
1: <laughs> I have not.
0: I, I don't know how much more you. I don't know how much more like guilt I have to throw at you. I,
1: I, you can throw a bunch of guilt at me, but it will do nothing about the fact that um, I am paralyzed by my own, my friend, <laughs> guilt and anxiety. Are uh, are to me like the paralytic that uh, that certain types of like scorpions use to mm-hmm. like paralyze their prey. Except it's my own paralytic that I'm injecting into myself.
0: Oh, you should not do that.
1: I shouldn't. But and I've talked to some people for a while <laughs> about that.
0: Right, well, I'm gonna try anyway. Okay. So, Dave, why don't you hit us up with some crazy Trump tweets?
1: Do you do you want a song? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I always want a song when I say that. Okay. Crazy,
1: crazy Trump tweets today. Yeah. See, that was a take on Patsy Klein's crazy. That's yeah. A, a, I'm on board. A little weird Al Yankovic there.
0: Yeah. I would have said crazy for Trump tweets today, but you oh, know. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? It's not your bit. It's my Yeah. Bit. No, that's true. That's right. That's right. I'm, i leave it to you. So it's my bit. Now. All right. So okay. go for it. Uh, okay. So, uh, first one uh, responding. To the U.S. Navy, posting uh, that POTUS at real Donald Trump called the USS Porter and the USS Ross commanding officers to thank them and crews for, you know, blowing up a significant chunk of Syria. Um, Donald Trump at real Donald Trump tweeted, "Thank you at U.S. Navy hashtag #USA."
0: Uh, and. Uh, I think they showed footage of the entire U.S. Navy reading their collective phone, going, "Yay, he Yay. noticed us!"
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, Trump is known for like tweet storms, you know, and like long, uh, like like five, six tweet things that really start to yeah, like
0: a lot of TBDs or, or TBD continued. Yeah,
1: like a lot of ellipses and really start to dig into like the crazy machinations of his brain. And the reason I like this one is it's um, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 24 characters long.
0: Right. You had so many more characters.
1: He had, tw- he had so many you. more available characters, but he really got so much crazy into those 24 characters. Mm-hmm. He hashtagged USA. Yeah. As if we didn't know.
0: Well, I mean, other.
1: That he's the president of.
0: I don't know if you knew this, but like. Like other countries have navies,
1: that that's true. They
0: don't have. They don't have. The other countries don't have U.S. navies. That's not. Yeah. They so don't. that that might be. That may be why the USA is unnecessary there.
1: It, I mean, why did he hashtag this as USA and not hashtag anything else as USA? Because everything he does now is
0: USA. You can yeah. just
1: assume he's the he's the titular head of usa
0: i refuse to accept that but you can continue with your statement
1: i thank you and understand your position um he's he's in charge all he does is usa he speaks with the voice of usa as much as we wish that were not the case he does not need to
0: hashtag right but it's just helpful it just clarifies
1: no it doesn't it confuses I'm, t- I'm way more confused after reading hashtag USA at the end of that.
0: Uh, do we want to move on to uh, number two? You know what?
1: Let's move on to another crazy Trump tweet. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was a little loungy. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat>
0: we need a bassist.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, a, like I could do like a jazz, like yeah.
0: freestyle bit over that. Yeah. That'd be terrible. I will try and add that to the button. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, right. So, things will work out fine between the USA and Russia. At the right time, everyone will come to their senses and there will be lasting peace.
0: Did he hashtag hashtag that spoiler alert? (laughs) No. Because it seems like, like, like to me, that is the tweet of a person who knows how this story ends. Right. And is just letting us know. It's like... It's like if I saw the season finale of a show that my right. wife and I watched, um, and then she was watching it, and at a certain point I was like, don't worry, everybody lives.
1: Right. Well, here's what I think. I think Trump, like, when, when The Apprentice was on, would, when everybody walked in and be like, Meatloaf is going to win this one.
0: I'm picking Meatloaf.
1: You know? And, yeah. and then... Did he, he? I don't fucking know. Okay. I'm gonna say for the argument, for the sake of argument here, because it's the funniest meatloaf one. Okay. Um. And I'm and so. so
0: oh, by the way, we have a Facebook page, The oh, Opposite Effect yeah. Podcast Facebook page. So all those times lately where we've been saying like, "Hey, email us. Go to the Facebook page if you're on Facebook." Yeah. Uh, Dave is not. Nope. Because um, that's how they get you.
1: Yeah, that's how they get you. Uh,
0: I am because you want to get got yeah because i what do i have i have nothing to hide right
1: i have a lot to hide
0: right yeah you're up to a bunch of shady shit whereas i am pretty much like I, above board. i've
1: i just went to my accountant to, to pay my taxes and he was like don't do anything you're doing yeah right. so
0: I, I don't have that problem that's actually
1: not the case he was like you could take a lot more money from the government and i was like i don't wanna it's too, it's work i just okay. just fucking take my money uh government
0: uh point is that if if during the course of this, you want to join in on the conversation, go to the Facebook page, the Opposite Effect podcast. Yeah. And uh, and tell us who actually won the, the
1: year that Meatloaf was on. Yes. I assume it was Meatloaf, and I'm not going to Google it. I have a right. phone right next to me and a computer right near me. I could Google it. Not going to do it. Meatloaf no. won.
0: Because it will add no value to me.
1: Right. Uh, it, will only, it will
0: only detract value. It will only not... take
1: time out of my life to find out right. that Meatloaf didn't win.
0: Right. And in my preferred world, Meatloaf won.
1: Yeah, because fucking A. <laughs> Meatloaf deserves a W every so often. Yes. Uh, uh,
0: anyway, let's get, uh, what, what was your point?
1: My point was, I think when Meatloaf walked into the room with David Hasselhoff and whoever else... Because they
0: I, were all on the same they, season. I'm
1: sure they weren't. Um, uh, and and Omarosa's there... Uh, and and some other like celebrity. Pauly Shore. Yeah, sure. Uh, Who Trump, may or
0: may not have been on the Trump show. Trump
1: looked at the room and went, Meatloaf's gonna win. And then, like, every, they all were they all shook hands and they walked out of the room. And Trump calls over to the producers, like, Meatloaf's winning this one, guys. And they're like, All right, we got 18 episodes. Are you sure you wanna do that? And he's like, Meatloaf. And they're like, Yeah, all right. He's, yeah. It's his show. So I think Trump sort of when he took into, walked into the Oval Office, he sat down with, like, everybody that you sit down with as the president, and he went, Russia and I are going to be friends at, once this is over. We'll go through some rough times. We may nuke North Korea, but at the end of it, Russia and us are friends. Like, okay. It's we'll cr- have some ups and downs and then r- lasting peace, okay? And everybody went, I... I
0: I don't think you to say I that. I don't
1: think uh, we'll do our best.
0: It was like, it's gonna happen that way. But okay, but like as crazy as the thing you just said is.
1: That's absolutely what happened though.
0: Um That's like the best case scenario for the way this played out. Because yeah. I'm assuming that he's just like, guys, I'm the last president. Whether or not <laughs> whether or not I become a dictator or, or this there's whole just fucking no more
1: America.
0: <laughs> yeah, point is. Like, I'm the last one. Um, That's how I envision this whole thing playing out.
1: Okay, so, like, there's going to be lasting peace because where I'm standing is going to be a smoking (laughs) hole.
0: Right. Like, as far as we're all concerned, time will end because there's nothingness after this.
1: Right. Lasting peace in the sense of no uh, inputs from your senses anymore. (laughs) You will feel nothing. The absence of any stress.
0: Which is peaceful.
1: Very peaceful.
0: Uh, Want to get to our third one? I am Vishnu, creator
1: destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This
0: is my favorite, by the way. This is the craziest of Trump tweets.
1: The craziest of Trump tweets. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, and really, it is the <laughs> fucking craziest of Trump tweets. I explained to the president of China... That a trade deal with the US will be far better for them if they solve the North Korean problem.
0: That is just a full on threat. That is like.
1: It's not even a full on threat. It is the ramblings of a lunatic. Yes. What makes him think? Why does he think that China can solve this problem better than America? America looks at this and goes, there are no good options here. China looks at this and goes, There are no good options. And oh, by the way, they're 10 feet from us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There are even less good options because half the bad options for America fall into the ocean and irradiate their fish. But the other half, the bad options for America, fall on China and <laughs> irradiate China.
0: Right, but China wants to be able to sell more products with less of a tariff. So they're totally going to take care of it right. now that that's the case.
1: Right. China is also going to say, okay, in a world where we have no good options, we'll, we'll pick the least bad one because Donald Trump will cut us a deal. Right. It's part of the deal.
0: <laughs> it all makes sense.
1: Money is what we're worried about here. We're shifty Orientals. That's all we care about. <laughs> And he thinks... He thinks that China has a greater insight into this, a greater ability to handle this, because they're all Asian.
0: I mean, I mean, China does have a better ability to deal with it only because they are a trading partner, so that, like, there are things that they can do. They
1: can apply pressure yeah. uh, in certain ways. To the extent that China has done that, China's done it! We're where we are because of the geopolitics of everybody's involvement. China China can't wield a magic wand and say, all right, you know what, North Korea? We're cutting you off. We're cutting you off from all our money and all of our stuff and all of our trade partnership. You know why? Because North Korea will go hot at that point because it has nothing to fucking lose.
0: I I think it's all going to work out.
1: Well, Donald Trump told us it would.
0: Right. Peace will come.
1: Peace will come after a blinding flash of light. I'm really sorry, this is the last thing you guys are hearing. So, those are the crazy Trump tweets. Right.
0: Um, uh, Let's get into another new segment. Okay. Um, Things not to compare other things to.
1: Yes. (laughs) um, So, this week we learned a lot about what you don't compare things to.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, Because there's no winning.
1: There's no there's no there's no good there's no good reason to compare things to these things.
0: Right. Uh let's go with number 1. Um and that would be Hitler.
1: Yeah. Um don't compare anyone to Hitler ever. Now maybe you're saying what about Syrian dictator Assad? Certainly we could compare him to Hitler.
0: Right. Uh but if you're going to if if that's the way you choose sure then you say that like oh he is just as bad as hitler
1: right or you say man he's pretty bad but you know who was the worst one yeah hitler hitler worst hitler apex of shit you do not try to put anybody over hitler nope ever (laughs) don't do it don't do it press secretary sean spicer
0: but he did he did multiple times (laughs)
1: multiple times Sean Spicer said, and my favorite, m- one of my favorite things about this is if you if you weren't paying careful attention to Twitter, good, but you've got me anyway, so you don't have to. Who was, to. yeah. Um, about two weeks ago, David Simon, the guy who wrote The Wire, mm-hmm. made this exact same comparison. David Simon is a Jew. Mm-hmm. And...
0: Therefore, should have known way better. Yeah, but has a little bit more wiggle room. He has a little but.
1: bit more room to operate. He's also, you know, clearly no fan of Trump. Um, but pretty much everybody on the Twitter machine was like, hey, um, this is a really bad take and you should not do it. You should not yeah. do this. Uh, clearly, Sean Spicer doesn't have me to uh, to act as a uh, 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 Twitter uh, foreseer, because two weeks later, Sean Spicer uses the exact same fucking argument, mm-hmm. and says that Adolf Hitler, as horrible as Adolf Hitler was, never gassed his own people. Never, never dropped bombs of gas on people. Uh, because he'd known the horrors in World War I, when he'd been gassed. And Adolf Hitler had survived a gassing in World War I. That is not thought to be the reason, by the by, that uh, Hitler didn't use gas on civilians. A, Hitler used gas on civilians mm-hmm. quite a bit when he- Not killed. on his
0: own people. Um, uh, well, well- Wait, which of his own people did he use gas on? The Jewish ones? Were they his people, though? That were they defense? citizens of Germany? Yes, and this
1: quite a th- bit of them were.
0: Okay, then you have a point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just
0: for the record, I was joking the entire... Uh, no, the, that I, was being sarcastic I, the no, entire... No, I know,
1: but <laughs> but uh, part of what you said was bold-facedly also said in the clarification that Sean Spicer offered. Because Sean Spicer, first he says, Hitler didn't gas people. And everybody in the room, because he was in front of the press corps, just went, ba what <laughs> Like, there were... Unfortunately, multiple people had taken the sips of milk and orange juice, <laughs> there, and they all had to run to the showers, everybody. Yeah. But as soon as they got back, uh, somebody said, hey, Sean, I'd like to give you a chance to give a little updatey date on that. Um, uh. Maybe you
0: didn't hear the words you said. Yeah,
1: uh, mm. and in fairness, uh, most of us don't think we got all of it because we're bleeding from the ears. But sounds like you invoked Hitler. <laughs> and you want to maybe walk that back. And Sean Spicer, to his credit, says, I'm, you know what, thank you for the opportunity to clarify. All I'm saying is, Hitler didn't gas his own people. And Bashar al-Assad did. Right.
0: Now, now, I, when I heard that, I, I'm not going to say I was willing to forgive, because forgive is the wrong word. No. But I was willing to go, like, look... He you know he has a weird version of history and he's <laughs> and he's considering at one that's
1: doesn't take into the facts.
0: Right. He I, I think he's consi- I, I think the difference being that he is mildly he, he's considering a difference between um the Holocausty part of it and the war part of it. Right. Um, which are are inherently tied but um i
1: mean there are historic it's a complicated situation there are historical arguments that they that they actually weren't as tied as people say right. um in that uh almost nobody uh certainly not the united States entered the war because the holocaust
0: yeah um uh, they we entered the war because the pearl harbor right um now i i will i will give i don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt i i thought it was bad um <laughs> good like, um to me. <laughs> The area where I like I pretty much dropped my phone when I was reading the thing was Holocaust centers. Yes, cause because because that's not a word anyone's ever used in the history of ever. Yeah,
1: and you could see on at the podium like his mouth has gotten completely away from him. It's his it's his second clarification. He's stammering his way through it. He's thanking them for the for the opportunity to clarify, and he's he's saying, "Well, of course, I knew." There was gassing and uh, of course, at, at um, uh, 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 Holocaust centers, because yeah. he's, he's lost concentration camps. just right. Now I want you brain. to know,
0: I spent a good four hours <laughs> sitting around going, "What's more ridiculous than Holocaust Center?" Right Here's what I came up with. Uh-huh. Genocide kiosk. <laughs> I think if you refer to it as they stop by the genocide kiosk. Got murdered, <laughs> got genocided as you do. Well,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, you go to the bad ma- things happen. You go to the mall. Yeah, you go. You go to the piercing pagoda, and then over to the genocide kiosk.
0: Yeah, that that was the only thing that I could think of in that four hours. Yeah, uh, it was like that he, was more ridiculous. But again, we have a Facebook page. Yeah, please, you have time. Please let us know. Please run
1: to our Facebook what? page and and post to it.
0: I will share it. I will share it with you. Yeah. Oh, if there's a good one, it's gotta yeah. be a good one.
1: Oh god. Yeah. Um okay, so that happened.
0: I mean Spencer's Gifts of Murder is also <laughs> an acceptable one.
1: Uh, uh KKK jewelers, no, no.
0: No, yeah, because I mean there no, there's there's significantly less yeah. Holocaust going on there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's less holocausty. It's way, ba-
1: it's way bad. Let's not get into comparisons. Yeah, that's one um, thing we learned this right, week. Right, right. Don't do that.
0: Um, do you think though that like, let's say you were, uh, you know, let's say you were a Nazi, <laughs> sure. Um, at the time, I know. Um, do you think that if they name them Holocaust centers? That the the Nazi soldiers might have felt worse about it.
1: I don't know. Because you're, you're
0: throwing the word Holocaust down there. You ever
1: there. see that uh, Mitchell and Webb sketch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we the
0: bad guys? Right. And I think if you if you were running a Holocaust center, I, I mean, like, granted, you're a horrible person if you're at like a concentration camp. Yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No. But I won't. <laughs> um. But I think if they actually somebody like named them Holocaust centers, uh-huh. I think you would have done like. At least one more minute of inflection going like yeah. Holocaust, are, Holocaust are just inherently bad. Yeah, there's I mean, no con- upside in the Holocaust con- part.
1: If it was called concentration camp, I mean, if that sounds like we're bringing groups together in small like small groups, but it's a camp, right? Holocaust center is a center of a centralized area where we are committing a Holocaust.
0: <laughs> yeah uh, All right. So let's move on. Um, I think we've, I think we've, and I agree, I should not have compared anything to anything.
1: No, well, you know what? Uh, Speaking of not comparing things to not comparing things, Jeffrey Lord went on CNN this week. Uh Uh-huh. Because CNN is a trash fire. CNN takes very good journalists like Jake Tapper and completely drowns them out with the noise of complete and total fucking schmucks, like fucking
0: jeffrey lord who well jeffrey lord isn't like an on-air personality he's,
1: he's an on-air personality in that he is on air and a personality
0: no i know but i mean he's not like he's not a reporter for them he's not a, sure, like a,
1: he's just given equal time to fucking
0: no he 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 is a trump surrogate slut like yes, he, he is he will, they know he will get on there and say something that like no matter how much you try and trash trump he will defend it to it being like the most logical, obvious thing that's ever been. in defending
1: this practice that CNN has of doing this, Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN referred to the fact that he wants these people to be characters in a, in a a television show that everyone understands. It's the news. (laughs) It's not a, it's not that it's, it is factual information that we want in order to remain informed agreed, it is agreed. not jeff lord is not a character he is a ghoul
0: i agree i hate him with every ounce of my being I, I think the reason you bring him on there though is to is to basically be like well what is the other side arguing Right. And he is and, explaining and what and the other he's side not is arguing.
1: Explaining what the other side is arguing. He is shilling for Trump. There's a difference. The other side, A, is a splinter of probably eight to 10 various uh, uh, opinion groups that could be poorly summed up by one person, but only poorly. B, there are smart conservatives out there who can make smart conservative arguments. And Jeff Lord is not one of them. He is a walking pile of trash.
0: So, so let's get into what he said. Jeff Cause, cause Lord, th- th- this walking pile
1: this. of trash. Yeah. Re- weirdly, we didn't like what he had to say this week, which was that Donald Trump is going to be the Martin Luther King of healthcare.
0: Um, I know you don't have an answer for this, but in what way?
1: Hopefully in one way.
0: I not the that (laughs) in what way was he arguing the Martin or he was gonna be the Martin? I don't
1: I have no earthly idea. And that pregnant pause I threw out there just now doesn't mean anything either. No, it doesn't. Not
0: a thing. No. Um you were not condoning...
1: I wasn't condoning anything. I don't condone things. Don't look at me. I didn't cond- My My accountant told me not to condone anything. Um, look, the point is uh, that, um, uh, you know, when you have a beloved civil rights hero who died yeah. um, in service to his cause, I generally think it's a rule of thumb to not to leave him out of the comparison game or her at that point they belong to the ages
0: yeah i mean and, and
1: are non-comparable you don't do that anymore right
0: yes i i i, I now everybody's more complex than we try and remember them in history sure uh that being said Uh, One of the things that I really appreciate about both both Martin Luther King and Hitler (laughs) is that they gave us the, they gave us the, the The book ends. Yeah. Yeah, That that, like we said, okay, uh, Hitler, most evil. Yeah. MLK, most good. Right. Um, Both dead from gunfire. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But like. There's so much
1: they have in common. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: But like, thank you both for being the outsides. Now, when I say thank you to Hitler, I don't mean thank you Hitler in any conceivable way. I've I, seen your tattoo. <laughs> I, I, that is not a thing. <laughs> um, but what I, what I do mean is that it is rare in history to have something as black and white as that, 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 like Dustin, we, that we all go, Dustin,
1: no, you don't know like, I know, but I got to call out that you just, no,
0: like, I, I get, yeah, white. no, I get that, Yeah. Uh, but anything that's so One clear cut yeah and, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so clear cut where you're going like all right we're all on board as the society this evil this good
1: well except Sean Spicer is not
0: except Sean Spicer yes. yeah uh so jeffrey Lord Geoffrey feels Lord
1: okay. feels like that he feels somehow entitled um to that uh, space, um, and at this point, I uh, would just like to put it out there that if any of you know Jeffrey Lord or his people, if you could pass along to him that I want to have a fist fight with him, and I'm willing to put it on television or Twitter or whatever, I'm happy to do that.
0: And I'm I'm willing to say that I would like to see him come on this show and discuss everything that he talks about before the fist fight
1: right and we can we can have we can have you here Jeff we'll uh, we'll have we'll have a talk through with you and then I'll give you the first throw right because you're like 66 years old um, yeah. so we, you
0: you should get the first poke we have a very ample bar here at studio 2e yeah. so please feel free to swing by uh, let's move on to the next one
1: sure um, hey uh, remember when we said that um, White people should especially not be compared to Martin Luther King Jr.
0: Yeah, I'm sure nobody else in the last seven days has compared themselves to Martin Luther King.
1: Oh, Carter Page. Carter Page compared himself to Martin Luther King Jr. because, as Carter Page put it, both were surveilled. It came out this week that Carter Page was the uh, recipient of FISA surveillance. And for some reason, Carter Page, probably because he is the type of person who thinks, oh, I'll get away with working with the Russians, Carter Page is still giving interviews about it.
0: He is the worst liar that's ever been a
1: liar. Carter Page, if you have an attorney, Carter, I will charge you much less. And I will work for you because working for you just involves tackling you <laughs> and holding you down whenever a camera gets near you and shoving a sock in your mouth. And to me, that's good fun. Yeah. So I'll i will I'll charge you 10% of whatever your fucking idiot attorney is charging you to not do that because you need that right now, Carter. You need to
0: not be going on the air because you're going to jail forever if you keep doing it. Well, here's here's what confuses me about the whole thing. Like... Um uh, uh, let's take for a moment that you believe that the, the the whole Russian Trump thing is like a real thing.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the fact that FISA surveillance was drawn out on an American citizen in this case is a huge
0: thing. Right. So so let's assume for for the for the moment for the thing that I'm about to say. Right. Um that uh that it's 100% true and that collusion did occur. Sure. And he was part of it. <laughs> yeah. Um tr- uh, um Putin, in an attempt to maybe cover up, if you will, yeah, um, has had a bunch of Russian people just shot in the face, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. thrown out of buildings, yeah.
0: um, all of whom I think are better liars. <laughs> than
1: Carter Page. Yeah, than
0: Carter Page. Smarter Less likely than, to correct. Yeah. Like, if I'm, like, if I'm Putin, I'm sending, like... I'm like the movie Red, where they just like.
1: Where they all come?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm putting a hit out on that guy and getting him murdered because, like, it. All it takes is, like, some douche from MSNBC to be like, are you sure? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? No, but I mean, like
1: uh the analysis I've read on and listened to on on podcasts and and shout out to lawfare which is a really really great podcast as is rational security both are out of the Brookings Institute and really uh put all this stuff into into lay terms but also are very uh are, are staffed by very intelligent, but uh, again, foreign if, service you only people. Have, if, if you only have one, pod- have one pa- podcast to listen to as the blinding light hits you and this all one. sense leaves you, yeah. this is the one. But if you got some time, bef- you feel like you've got an hour or two before that happens, give Lawfare a spin and <laughs> give Rational Security a spin. Anyway, point is, um, the points those uh, cats have been making is, 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 is that Carter Page is probably pretty low totem. Like, he was... Probably never actually in contact with Trump personally. But Carter Page is definitely a useful idiot and definitely can get you closer. Um, and in terms of uh, Putin killing anybody, I, my personal read is that Putin's very happy with all of this. He wants us to know. He wants us to know what he did.
0: Right. I'm just confused as to why he's killing so many Russians.
1: Oh, because it's in Russia. They're in Russia. Mm -hmm. And they've worked against him there. Okay. Like these are people who've worked for him here, but Putin has gotten his objective. (laughs) Like he doesn't care if they get burned and if his whole thing comes out. Yeah. Because mission accomplished. The more that comes out about Putin's strength over us and ability to fuck with us, the better. Because what are we going to do? We can't really impact Russia's economy any worse than it is.
0: And we can't mess with their elections. We can't because mess with their elections because
1: <laughs> that Gat that cat cat's way out of that bag. We can't really do much to stop Russia at this point. Russia is just sort of a much bigger, less crazy North Korea with an, e- with an equally douchey head um, uh, that, ha- that can wield a lot more power and has a lot more nukes. So we're not going to go to war with them. We're just going to have to lump this and Putin's going to laugh. And eventually, we'll like smart, hopefully, smarten up and toughen up our like d- defenses against him, and then he'll probe some other weakness.
0: Um, all right. Well, I mean, that, but that's got to be the last. I mean, uh, it's only been seven days, so there's no way that anybody com- compared more people to Hitler or MLK in the last week.
1: Well, it's true, but somebody did compare somebody to Abraham Lincoln.
0: Okay, so somebody good. Mm-hmm. Somebody was saying like somebody who freed the slaves. You no, know, no, so, I'm afraid not. I mean, no. I, I mean Abraham Lincoln. I guess maybe more if you're from the North, uh, where it's not considered the War of Northern Aggression. Um, it's generally considered pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd think, but uh, North Carolina State Representative.
0: I don't think you need to finish that sentence.
1: Larry Pittman (laughs) decided to take to Facebook this week and compare
0: Honest Abe to Adolf Hitler. Right, because the comparison being...
1: I I think the comparison read something like, I am crazy (laughs) and have gotten a little power and have decided to lose my mind on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the comparison is... uh, 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 outside of that, that um, Abraham Lincoln behaved like a dictator and uh, but, uh, got a, a bunch of his own countrymen killed?
0: Yeah, because of the Civil War.
1: Because of the Civil War.
0: Right. Um, they were in a war, though, where they got... Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Arguably, um, it is uh, maybe more civil, uh, less Hitlery. Yeah. Uh, if both sides had guns. Because I would imagine... In the concentration camp scenario, if all the Jews had equal weaponry to all the Nazis, Mm. uh, story ends different.
1: I mean, you're making a very Second Amendment argument for somebody who doesn't really believe in... That's true, (laughs) but you you understand what I'm
0: getting at. I do, (laughs) I do, I do.
1: Um,
0: uh... Here's what I think we have to promise ourselves. Okay. As much as I don't want to do this... uh, Nobody does. Uh, We are on episode 15 of this podcast. Right. Somewhere, by the time we get to 100, you and I need to get on a plane Uh and go to North Carolina and record one of these episodes in North Carolina with North Carolina people Yeah. just to kind of understand, like, what the fuck is going on down there?
1: I mean, I go to Nashville quite a bit. We could go to Tennessee. Yeah. My, my, uh, but my, I want mean, to go. I'm
0: saying North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. Something
1: specific to North Carolina there.
0: Yeah, because like because there's always a state but,
1: rep out of North Carolina
0: right. between the bathroom bill. Yep. This like there's so much. They're try.
1: Did you see this week? This is not something we talked about. Oh, to
0: ban the. Uh, they're, they're
1: trying to ban gay marriage there now because yeah. that's not settled.
0: Right. I mean, I think I think almost everybody said it's like it's dead I on mean, arrival. Yeah, but, like, it's doa. But it's like, there.
1: But it's it's people doing that. Um, so
0: if you're, if you're from North Carolina, go to the Facebook page, invite us to your house and we'll come live with you.
1: Yeah. We won't leave.
0: (laughs) North (laughs) Carolina is beautiful, by the way. Although I guess probably, I'm assuming in North Carolina, you can shoot us if we're in your home.
1: Uh, You can shoot us just generally. We're northerners.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's move on to our final. Uh,
1: Um, all right. So this segment is called this week in things that will kill us. And we're going to talk about some things that will kill us. Uh, just before we went but, on.
0: But again, we only have like 20 minutes here. Yeah, so we're not. Based on our timing. So we're going to leave out like 95% yeah. of the shit that's going to kill um, us Um
1: And uh, we're, we're uh, so this is things that will kill uh, all of us probably before next week. Um, North Korea's is uh, thinking of lighting a candle this week. Yep big one uh, in response as I was heading over here um, we've talked about this before you don't you can't get uh, the internet on uh, the subway in New York City uh, except in station and Dustin lives on an express stop so there's like a good six minute block where you where you just can't get internet in there and then like you're getting refresh you're getting refresh. So, like, pull into uh, 125th Street Station, and... Uh, hit You're giving re- too much away.
0: That's <laughs> how they find you.
1: I hit reload on Twitter, and Twitter melts in my hand um, as NBC News reports that uh, Trump is uh, thinking about uh, strikes against North Korea should North Korea go forward with its missile test. And so frantic hitting reload until the next stop, at which point half the other half Twitter chimes in. Every Pentagon source we have says that's not true,
0: which I hope it is not true. Um,
1: one of the things the, 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 the direct threat, of course, is that it is true. But one of the things that is also very likely to kill us is that there's no brand message from trump like there's nobody in charge of shaping the narrative or making sure that everybody is on the same page you've seen multiple instances where rex rex tillerson says one thing trump says another and Nikki haley says a third about the same thing that's really dangerous
0: right and, and honestly in that scenario if i'm uh if I'm a world leader somewhere else, I don't give a fuck what Nikki Haley and Rex Tillerson have to say.
1: Well, except that Trump is pretty clearly only semi-operating this ship. Like Trump will say, Trump, quite literally about Syria, held every, every fucking position. Oh, I And I, then went with pretty much like the most middle of the road one.
0: I, I don't disagree, but ultimately like the things that they said had zero meaning. I guess this is my point. It's not necessarily that he's going to give you a ton of information. It's that the information that they're going to give you is not very helpful because right. it's not backbanging. But also,
1: when you're flying blind, when nobody like when there's no predictability to the president, mm-hmm. um, then everybody acts like the president might be unpredictable, and that's not good. Like we've had um, uh, experiments with Madman Theory before. It was Richard Nixon, and to an extent, Ronald Reagan. And the world nearly blew up a couple times in there. This is a madman theory, whose proponent is an actual madman. Mm. It's not likely to end well.
0: Yeah, I um, I saw a uh, a story earlier. I, I don't remember. I don't think we talked about this, but I saw an earlier story earlier in the week um, where they had a, a former general on um, who left you know, after Obama left. And uh, he was like, look, you know, um, there are a finite number of really high-level military targets and a finite number of uh, nuclear bombs there. Um, so if we decided we were going to do a preemptive strike, uh, we know where, where like, well, like, most of those targets are, and we know where most of the, the, the missiles are. And it almost seemed to, like, reassure the... Re- the reporter, and I was like, almost is the key word there. Like, right. if you're going to preemptively strike, um, and there are 13 to 15 nuclear missiles, and you're not sure which one of those there is, and you're not sure where maybe one or two of them are, um, well, the, that's just as good as there being, like, a 100. Like, yeah. you don't need a lot of them. Also, I get, mean, it like,
1: presumes that, like, North Korea doesn't get a heads up. Right, They've got radar installations. They know shit's coming in. Yeah. Uh, they know it's coming in fast. They can probably get a good, pretty good read on where it's coming from. They can get some birds in the air. It's just who's going to get hit.
0: Right. And I'm assuming, like, and I don't know that this would be the case, but I'm assuming, like, let's say, like, if I'm, you know, if I'm the head of North Korea, um, I don't think it's like it here like it is here in the US, although even in the US it's pretty not great. Like if he like if he's target one, um, you know, they blow up his palace, you know, kill him right away. I it's not like a situation where you're like, Oh, well, because he didn't give the word, everybody else is no, gonna be. I cool. mean,
1: dead hand is dead hand. Like everybody everybody with nuclear weapons has a dead hand policy. Mm. If if you decapitate, all weapons fire. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just deterrence 101.
0: Yeah. Um, But I mean, I think like differently though, like I think if you just straight up assassinated Trump, like um, I don't think we necessarily fire nuclear weapons at the country. Are you
1: firing a nuclear warhead at Trump or are you shooting him?
0: I'm saying you're shooting him.
1: Oh yeah, no, we wouldn't retaliate with nukes.
0: Right. And that's what I'm saying. I think for North Korea, if we straight up just Shot, they would fire their nuclear weapons, weapons. yeah. 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 So, like, I I think I worry that there's a presumption that you can stop the threat by decapitating in that kind of way, but I don't think that that's realistic.
1: I, I mean, I think I, I don't know, I'm not an expert. I think that the foreign policy experts around the president and in the state department. Have a pretty robust understanding of the new, the North Korea problem. I don't think the president has a very robust understanding of it.
0: Yeah, um, which again, like I think he even said this week, he's like, "Yeah, after ten minutes, I realized that there was no good like it, it was a complicated situation." I was like, "Yeah, I understood that like yeah like a long time ago," and I'm not paying that much attention.
1: No, I mean, I I I have a journeyman's knowledge of. Uh, the world in general. Like, I don't have, like, I don't have any strong geopolitics in my background, and I can tell that North Korea is a pretty intractable thing, that everybody, certainly everybody smart has come at it, and nothing has happened, because some, this is the thing, sometimes you have to be able to say as strong as we are, we can't solve it. Mm-hmm. We just aren't there. We wish we were. Uh,
0: um, uh, sorry. Um, it, it here's, it here's what horrifies me about the, the disconnect with this thing, too, is um, Obama admitted to, like, when he walked out the door, he said, look, North Korea is your biggest problem. Like, that's the thing you most need to deal with. And then Trump said this week, after hearing about it for ten minutes, I knew this was going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, if Obama's saying, "Look, North Korea is your biggest problem," maybe sometime in like, like the first week, you go, "Hey, anybody anybody ever heard of North Korea? Can I get like a Can I get a primer? Yeah, like a um, quick like anybody want a Wikipedia this shit because like I yeah
1: I mean like the other thing <laughs> I, you, you're sitting there with. Uh,
0: you wanna move on to our next topic? Yeah, it, you know we'll,
1: what? I just got I, all I've got is fucking
0: syllable yeah. sounds. Um, um this week we used uh what has been called the uh not even this week, today. Um uh, we yeah, well used, it's
1: Thursday. We gotta fire a bunch of ordnance, apparently.
0: Yeah. Um we fired what they're considering the mother of all bombs.
1: Yes, it is the GBU-43 slash B massive ordnance air blast weapon, aka. The Moab. And, um...
0: The most powerful bomb that is not a nuclear bomb. Yes. And that's where I get thrown by them saying, like, that's the mother of all bombs. And it's like, no. No. <laughs> no. It is not.
1: It is not. Listen, it's a big fuckery. Uh, <laughs> David Letterman about bunker buster bombs, you know, Daisy Cutters mm. once said, do those even need to explode? Because they're so yeah. fucking heavy. This thing is like 22 tons. Um, it's extraordinary. Uh, and, um, you know, if you're within a mile of it, the, uh, these bombs need to be dropped by parachute to give the plane a chance to get away. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, if you're within a mile of it, you're in a lot of trouble.
0: And, and they're big enough that they need to be carried on a, like a cargo plane.
1: One of the, one of the charming things about them is that they may suck your lungs out, Mm -hmm. which is, that's what we want. That's what we want to be doing to people. This is, this is the world we live in, where, where the best option was to suck lungs out of humans. I'm not saying it was wrong. I don't know. It just happened today. We don't yet know what the casualties were, or whether they were civilians, or if there were children who got their lungs sucked out. I do know that if this was the best option, the best option was sucking the lungs out of other human beings.
0: Now, now I'm not going to say in their defense, because there's not really like a great time to drop a bomb like that. Um, that bomb's been around since Bush. Yeah, oh yeah. And the army as a whole has said like, yeah, we probably don't want to use that. Um, They chose this time because they were like, look, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. There generally aren't um, civilians in this area. And these people have sort of buried themselves down in a way that realistically like, this may be the only way to get to them. So it, it wasn't like, it wasn't good, but it wasn't as willy-nilly as even maybe the Syrian attack was.
1: Yeah, uh, give me a second. I got a cough. <coughs>
0: um, that so, was fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm not condoning the use of the bomb either, which was 16 million dollars, by the way. Um,
1: I've, I've heard any, we're up to 300 million, but what, uh, like it was a lot of money. We've dropped a lot of money on other countries relatively sparsely populated areas. Um, I'm not smart enough to say this was the right or wrong thing. It was... Uh, God almighty, though, like, just the escalation that is happening here... Uh, it's t- terrifying, yeah. It's terrifying, and it's probably going to kill us this week. So and, that's...
0: Yeah, and and well, I was... Um, I know you, you're rallying against CNN... Uh but I was watching CNN earlier, uh, Erin Burnett. Oh uh, yeah,
1: which character is she?
0: Um she's the host.
1: Yeah? Uh so she plays the host character. Yes. <laughs> uh
0: and she was asking um one of the she was asking some uh Republican congressman. Mm. Um uh, another character in the drama. Yeah. Uh she was like, So here's what concerns me. Like, um, amongst other things, I'm sure concerned <laughs> her. But she was like, um, when you drop a bomb like this, which we've never dropped before, isn't there a fear uh, that it will be easier to drop it again? Uh, because Duterte's like, "Well, it was a very specific situation, and in a similar defense that I had, had just made to you." Sure. Uh, but admittedly, like when we're talking about escalation, and the reason we bring it up for this is all the things they're going to kill us this week, um, is because it does make it easier. The first time, I'm sure, as a president, you have to. Um, like you you have to order the killing of people right um it has got to be incredibly difficult um the 50th time um it is probably less difficult because you've had to emotionally detach from it
1: well and not only that like presidents set precedents yes. and we're at the point where after two adventures in Iraq and advent, uh, uh, the longest war we've ever fought in Afghanistan, uh, multiple uh, sustained campaigns in Yemen um, uh, and Syria, and uh, uh, you know the hinterlands of uh, 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 Libya and and uh, all these you know places were at the point where without any authority. And any strategic um, necessity, 59 tomahawks just go into Syria, mm-hmm. and nobody bat- bats an eye. Nobody, nobody went to Congress about that. Nobody.
0: No, it, I mean, it, people it, are complaining. Uh, but People I are
1: complaining, but nothing's going to happen. Right. And you don't think somebody's going to use that vague justification of American, quote-unquote, interests? To do something else down the line
0: I'm sure they are um, we're, I, I want, we're, we're moving goalposts yeah uh, I want to get point. into I want to get into what is our opposite effect uh, for this week uh, because there's been something that's been going on that with all the other craziness and admittedly even for us, we got 50 minutes into this podcast before we brought it up right um, and that, that's what's going on in Chechnya right now. Um, uh, right now, the government which is um, essentially Russian.
1: Yeah, uh, Chechnya, Chechnya's relationship to Russia has been tormented and is very, very, very complicated, but essentially Putin is the leader of right. Chechnya. Um, Chechnya is also a majority Muslim area with uh, some restive qualities uh, that push back against Putin. I do not have any uh, fucking um idea really though what its geopolitical geopolit- stance yeah. on the
0: world is um that all being said um we we spoke earlier about not comparing things to hitler uh, we
1: did we made a very good case to not do that yeah
0: um uh they are trying to make a case uh to get that comparison
1: yeah they're tr- they're really trying to earn the hitler comparison over in chechnya by having concentration camps for homosexuals uh, in Chechnya, um, which is something Hitler did.
0: Yes. Um, uh, he didn't
1: have them in Chechnya, but he had concentration camps and he concentrated gay people there. Uh, Chechnya has rounded up about 100 male uh, homosexuals, or suspected homosexuals, killed three of them, and... Um, is torturing the shit out of a bunch of others trying to find other homosexuals in the area it's not clear what the goal outside of just terror is or why or uh what exactly set this off, but it's pretty fucking Hitlery
0: yep um, and again, this is one of those things where We don't have a humorous take on it. We don't have something to laugh about. And Uh, to
1: be clear, when I say there's no goal or and there's no, like, um, it's not clear, there's nothing that explains this. There's nothing where they could be like, this is why we're doing this and it'd be okay. It's that they haven't come out and said, you know, we hate the gays. There's been no public statement of, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, though?
0: Right. Um, it's
1: fucking 2017. Come on.
0: Uh, and uh, we've had little to no interaction with the outside world in terms of like nobody's really been able to go in and, and verify um, yeah, there's been to some the local full extent. Re-
1: there's been some local reporting and the local papers that have reported on it have in turn been attacked.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: uh, which is part of the, I think, problem with reporting in Chechnya generally. Like, it, It's like Putin, but worse
0: right um so um uh so this week we're asking you to kind of contribute to uh amnesty international um, th- this is their gig this is what yeah, they... this is this is what they do they 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 find these types of things and they do everything in their power to call attention to it to do whatever they can to bring an end about uh, an end to it um and uh, you know, like I said earlier th- there's so many things that like are maybe um shinier and that's not the right that's not the word that I'm trying to get across but Mm -hmm. like there are things that like because you know uh tomahawk missiles going into Syria aren't shiny but there are things that like the the media has seemingly been drawn to or the American public has been drawn to uh this has not been one of them uh but it is uh something that should be just as appalling if not more appalling than a lot of these things that were going on it's just not as in our face and there aren't uh there isn't stock footage of it that we can show but um, it is a history repeating itself uh, you know on a smaller scale uh, but that doesn't mean anything to those people who are going through it
1: right and um, I mean look it's uh, it's uh, it unjust it's horrible it it, it must be stopped um, and amnesty is one of the organizations that is uh on the front lines of, of, of trying to stop it. So uh, please go to amnestyusa.org. Uh, donate there. If you go there and search Chechnya, um, uh, which hopefully you've got a good autocomplete or um, spell check because it took me a while, <laughs> you will find um, a resources page as well, which will instruct you where to send letters and who to lean on. Um, and who to tell uh, what uh, about your outrage. And it, please, it's completely outrageous. It's horrible. Don't let this happen in 2017. Do something.
0: All right. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, if there a next week, we will uh, talk to you next week.
1: If there isn't, you know, you're the best. Thanks. It's Bye. been great doing th- th- this with you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs>